The dawn of civilization. Primitive. Dangerous. Exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs... The most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Aww. Look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, this is James from Cave Dweller Music. I have my co-host Brendan with me. Today we are joined by the guys from Versa, a stoner sludge band from Meriden, United States in New Haven. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome to the show. Really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for yeah, having us. Thanks, thanks for having us, man. No worries. Yeah, for, for anyone who doesn't know you guys, do you want to just maybe like uh, tell people who you are, what you play, and a little bit about the band? All right, yeah. I'm Josh. Uh, I sing and play guitar. That's it. All right. I, I'm Matt. I play bass. Yeah, and I'm Andres. Uh, I play the second guitar. You know, I'd like to say lead, I guess, but yeah, uh, I do some of the rhythm rhythm as well. So, yeah, nice. and Walt's not here right now. Our drummer couldn't make it tonight. Oh, no okay. Fairly simple, simple <laughs> job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hit things. He's probably playing in another band somewhere else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Most drummers do. They all do that. Yeah. <laughs> Still in three bands. Yeah. And yeah, we so, uh, we started as a band in 2007. Nice. And, uh, lots of different lineups, but me and Josh have been kind of the core over the years. Um, and now we've been with this group of guys, with Matt here and with Walt, the, the drummer, uh, for three years now coming on. Something like Something that, like yeah. That. So we've got a nice momentum going, I would say. And uh, yeah, yep. looking forward to playing a bunch of shows this summer and, and, and on, you know. Nice. nice. How nice. did you guys um, become a band? Uh, so basically it was me, Josh, and uh, a friend of mine. And uh, we were the initial, you know, members or whatever. We were just kind of hanging out in the woods one day trying to come up with band names and... Uh, I think he said like vice versa or something like that. And then I was like, what about Versa? Cause I had just learned about uh, the staff infection. So Versa VRSA is a acronym for uh, uh, a staff infection that, uh, that's grown. I was uh, like, can uh, Josh do biology? Uh, is he going to pull out <laughs> words for us here? <laughs> uh, apparently not. Pretty okay. tough. Uh, but uh, um. Yeah, it's a staph infection that's grown uh, immune to antibiotics. Okay. Can't kill it. Can't kill it. And it'll probably kill you if you get it. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was in another band, and we were practicing the same space, and my band fell apart, and I was like, oh, shit, like, I got to do something. And uh, I took basically their first – it wasn't even a demo that you guys had. You had, like, three recordings of three songs. And I just went home and I added my guitar lines on top of whatever they had, like a bunch of solos, a bunch of rhythm stuff. And I just nice. back and like I I knew Josh a little bit, but not like on a personal level. Yeah. I just knew him as like some local musician, you know. I got the tape and I was like, well, holy shit, I need this guy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're in a awesome. band. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much the start. Nice. And the, what were you guys is... um like what what influenced you uh like to to start it all off? Uh, well, for me personally, um, I just kind of was getting sick of just like the typical metal scene, death metal, whatever kind of stuff. And um, I just kind of 
I don't know. At the time, I was like feeling like an old man or whatever, getting into stoner rock and stuff like that. And yeah. then, uh, um, I don't know. But as we started doing what, you know, what was coming out naturally, uh, it just kind of progressed to get more and more heavy. Because if you listen to our first album to what we're doing now, it's just kind of gotten more heavy and more of the metal has been coming back out of me, you know? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Old Man Gray you guys mentioned, that's our first album that's like, Sounds to to me kind of completely different band by now, you know. But it's a little more snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got real heavy. Um, Phantom of an Era was uh, one of my favorites. I was listening, and I was like, "Dude, this is awesome!" Like, um, you know, some good neurosis vibes. Yeah, yeah. Me and Andres do have a lot of like neurosis, Isis kind of inspiration. Yeah, nah, it's good. It's um, it's really nice. It's a uh, I, I hear what you're saying about like, you know, you're like all oh, this crazy death metal and this and that, like right. going around and trying to like break out of that. And, um, you know, some like froggy kind of sludge is like, I don't know. It's fucking cool. Yeah. And that's not to say that I don't like death metal. I still like death metal. Oh, of course. Right. Just as, a, as my own creative, like, uh, you know, as my own inner artist, I needed to like break out from just like what else I've been seeing out there kind of, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, so the new one, hopefully the new album will uh, be even a more progressed sound for us as a band, you know, like, especially with the newer lineup. Uh, every band member that joins gives like a new twist to the sound, you know, and then, as, you know, as the years go by, that's kind of. Yeah, that's probably what's changed us over the years so much is yeah. the uh, you know, injection <laughs> of new people. Yeah. I was uh I was saying to Brendan actually before the podcast that the latest EP you did the um Cult of Machina yeah is uh is actually my favorite of all your stuff because I really like the uh the new direction that you guys have gone in with that one like that new sound that you've worked into. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. It's heavy. It's got some atmosphere. Like it's also like it's, it's like a great mix of like heavy, some technicality, like some great atmosphere. It's like a good blend of the three, so you get some diversity on each track, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what we like too. It kind of like uh, reminded me of uh, uh, neurosis in that style, in that sense, because they they were great at always combining those elements together for on, on all their albums. Yeah, right, exactly. I think to me personally, I think for most of the band, also it's uh, dynamics are very important, right? Like you, you know, quiet, you build up certain mm -hmm. parts, then it ebbs and flows kind of like a wave and then like it explodes with like a you know a big riff or something like that like i like that like mm -hmm. so writing writing stuff like that <clears throat> you know uh i think that's where the neurosis thing comes in because they have like a lot of like slow parts where they just move for like a minute and then all of a sudden like a boom explosion of sound you know exactly yeah. it's like that that, that post-metal uh influence um yeah. it's it's yeah. powerful yeah we were saying on another episode we did with someone about uh like a dissonant death metal like uh how the bands that we prefer in that genre i mean i love the dissonance but i like it when a band kind of gives you a breather between those like super uh, oppressive segments where it's not just constantly hammering you from start to finish because it, it makes you appreciate the heaviness when you have like the softer side of it as well of course yeah, exactly yeah and with the dissonance what it's i found composition he said, yeah. he, said your, I, he said your magic word the andres to dissonance. me listen to me it was always um not like a theory but like uh i guess a theory whatever that i have is that like with dissonance 
when it finally resolves itself and it goes into some either a nice melody or the right kind of chord that hits it just the right way, mm -hmm. that extra distance before that really makes it that much better. You know what I mean? Definitely. I, I agree. You, you need I agree because like, like when you said, if it's all dissonance, then yeah, it gets old after a while. It does. You feel yeah. like kind of you feel like drained, like worn down by it. like oh, man, I need a break from this. Yeah, yeah, it needs to resolve itself at some point. Exactly. Right. I, I think like the ability to actually like weave those like sort of influences into the song kind of shows more strength of the songwriter, in my opinion, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you're playing that guitar, man. Make that freaking thing melt my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Hell yeah. So um, how long is uh, the new album going to be? Uh, we got six tracks. Um, I don't know exactly the minute length. Mm -hmm. We know the longest one is over nine minutes. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Really close to That's my right style. Now. Yeah. Probably yeah, roughly yeah. more like 50 minutes or so. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Long songs. Yeah. yeah around 50. I think the shortest song is like five and a half, six minutes. So. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Upwards to nine minutes is nine, the longest song. Yeah. Yeah. The epic, right? Oh yeah, yeah we set out to write an epic song, and yeah, at the last I, Doomfest, I, I think that's what we did. <laughs> we were at the last Doomfest. Like, we needed epic. Is it uh, going to be sort of in the same style as that last EP, like that sort of sound as well? Or is it going to be developed further for that, like something different to that? Um, yeah, I think it's kind of like a cross between Phantom of an Era and Cult of Makina. So our last okay. two cross between those two, I guess you know. Nice. That's good. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, the audience will be the judge, right? Like we, <laughs> but I think we're all like hundred percent behind the cell. Everyone yeah. just, nice. loves, you know. So, have you uh, have you guys settled on a name for the album, or is that top secret? Uh, I don't know. Is it top secret? <laughs> well, do we have a name, and then we can yeah, decide right. if it's top secret. No, like I, Josh wants. Yeah, I have an idea for it, but I don't know if we've all really uh, settled on it. So maybe we don't say right now. Yeah. <laughs> We still haven't decided. Again. Right. Gotcha. Do you guys have uh, an artist lined up for your cover and stuff? Yes, we do. Um, a guy that actually uh, we know from the same building that we practice in does um, visual art, and it's like um, I can't really. I mean, it's a describe. It's like a a mix between like pencil and ink stuff, and then it's also like watercolor stuff, and then oh. Uh, yeah, it's just, really, it's just kind of trippy shit. So uh, we're in. Um, we, what's the artist's name? We, Michael. I can't remember his last well, name. Well, he's looking it up. Uh, yeah. We definitely, though, decided that we're not using any of those AI generators, oh. even though some of those look cool. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just something's off with the. I did a ton of them just for ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're really great for it. Yeah. Just to kind of, you know, you have. Uh, an idea in your head you throw a bunch of words and adjectives out and it comes back and you're like wow that looks cool i don't want to use it but yep it inspires you yeah. you know yeah. it yeah. gives you a little bit right more i really like the stuff that the ai shit does but i don't want to contribute to the downfall of <laughs> human <laughs> artist. Like, <laughs> you could just do the same thing and just give it to a, a human artist and then right. You know, see what they come up with, and then like yeah. compromise, like with that. Be like, no, well, maybe I was thinking more of this and that. You know, like right, right. Yeah, the yeah. other thing is like you, you don't own the rights to that AI stuff, which is like it could become complicated at some point in the That's future. Thing. Yeah, there's been lawsuits already about that stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's uh, Michael Miglietta. Oh, okay. All right. 
Nice. Yeah, we're trying to keep it all kind of in-house and local. I yeah, mean, that is it's, that's it's recorded cool. in this building. Yeah, we recorded it ourselves. In this building. Yeah. Our uh photographs will be done in this building. Hopefully yeah, a video a will be done. Of the same building, yeah. By just nice. all artists in our same collective that we have here, you know. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. 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 Keep it local. <clears throat> we all support that's each other. Sweet. So you guys um you're talking about like uh like where you're um recording now or your studio or uh yes yeah so where we're at right now is in our studio and that's where we're recording this album yeah Yeah. do Do you share that space with other local artists um not in our actual room but uh yeah this is a in the bigger building there's like a whole hallway full of like bands and uh photographers artists afghan hayes is actually one of the bands that practices yeah we know you guys know afghan hayes yeah 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 yeah, they, they may have actually called us from there. Didn't they call us from a studio space? Yeah, I think uh, uh, last time that I uh, heard heard you guys or, or whatever was them down the hallway. I think I walked into the room actually. During, yes, during that's what age. it was. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was funny. so many. There was a lot going on because we had yeah, Afghan Hayes and we had um, When the Deadbolt Breaks On yes. at the same time. And it, it got a little chaotic so i think in the future we'll probably won't do two bands at the same time again yeah. but um <laughs> yeah 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 that was a fun night that's kind of like the environment around here people just walking into other people's rooms all the time all the time and, you know hanging out and yep. whatever you know that's awesome one big happy family yeah is that um are you guys gonna like do any kind of cool collaborations with the, all of the neighbors I I've always wanted to, and we've all kind of like mentioned it over the years, but nothing's come, you know, like more solidified. But we will do that. It's got to happen for sure. Yeah, that yeah. definitely has to happen at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do like a split album with or something like that too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like an Afghan versa. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big. I, I have <laughs> talked to John about that recently. So yeah, we definitely should. Do nice. That. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good dude. dude. In a band if we combine the two bands yeah, eight people the full big band two yeah. drum kit oh my yeah. god yeah that would be wild <laughs> that would be wild because you guys all do too you're both in the similar style of like writing more like you know like kind of longer songs and like yeah, yeah that's great they're definitely in the, the doom the doomier of the two bands i would yeah, say for sure. yeah so i was listening to old man gray before i Came on the, I mean, I listened to it earlier, but I listened to it again today before uh-huh. the podcast. Um, and I might just be like reaching with this, but did it have like a, a bunch of grunge influence? I really got like some grunge vibes from that. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, that was like, like I was saying, like that was me trying to break out of the uh, metal stuff that I had been doing for so long and just kind mm-hmm. of go back to my 90s, uh, you know, heyday of, uh, you know, alternative rock and shit, you know? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like it's really interesting to hear like the difference between that and then like the new stuff. It's like such a let's you can see the progression between albums, but like it's just such a big progression. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, it's it's kind of cool that you guys have such a diverse catalog. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, I see it as a plus, but yeah, also, you know, we still have some of those CDs left. Uh, so at the shows when people see us now, you know, like I'm kind of yeah, it's, like we're I don't know if I want to stuff, yeah. Yeah, is this, is this the same band? <laughs> right, 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 right. Matt is gonna be on the on the Matt's merch, merch table. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's for the collectors. Yeah. Right, right. 
You got to have so, them all, yeah. That's the way I look at it. I'm like, it's that's so not rare. what we sound no anymore, but it's still our CD. It's rare. You can't get it anywhere. I mean, it's not as like much of a change as bands like uh, Ulva or like uh, Samael. Like, they went from uh, black metal into like pop, yeah. uh, electronic pop and stuff. And like their fan base stuck with them. They're like one of the few bands where the fan base was like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm all for it. Right, right. right. Metal usually are the strictest uh, fan base for sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were kind of talking about that earlier. Um, like James and I, um, early, like about bands kind of like changing sound. Like, do you change the name or do you just change the sound? You know, like yeah. remember, like I don't know if you're familiar with Caven, but you know they had those like first two albums that were just brutal, and then um, after that it was like this like kind of like real like soft rock kind of vibe and like yeah. you're just like wait a minute what like is it, it it's, it's the same band but yeah. like i don't know like should have they changed the name or like do they just do what they did and just keep going yeah i mean i kind of am very inspired by them me and andrews have been both very inspired by them over the years and i like that they did, have done that so i guess maybe that's part of what uh yeah fuels us also it's yeah. Part of uh, growing as a band, yeah, yeah, right. And they did definitely get heavy again, you know, later on. So, well, they, of they, course, they, yeah, yeah, no, they did. Their last album's amazing. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we're about to go see them in a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. At the ball, at yes, they're playing. Um, I think the same night I'm doing a different show. Mm-hmm. Right, that's in uh, on. They're playing on the thirty first or. Seems right, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go see. Um, I'm going to see Earth Crisis and One King Down in Boston. Cool. I think it's going to be a fucking awesome night. It's going to be like my teenager years lived over again. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I I listened to Earth Crisis for a little while in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a um like a thirty year anniversary of uh, I think it's Firestorm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just like, oh man, and like One King Down's no no slouch. So I was like, this will be great. I gotta go see that. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. So you're saying before the show, um, that you're sort of looking into the whole world of marketing, PR, and stuff, and music. I mean, that's yeah. a whole sort of uh, different world to the music, like making the music itself. It's become such an important thing with social media. Yeah. Um, that it's like it's fifty percent your music that gets you there, and fifty percent selling yourself. Uh, right it's like the music is not even that's just the starting point like that's just like the uh the given you have to have that and then you have to become a content creator or whatever Uh, exactly yeah right all these bands now it's like making more tiktoks than music right right right. (laughs) i don't know it's like it's it's i was just gonna say it's like a double-edged sword though because we're in an age where it's like easier than ever in history for bands to get the music out there to people but then there's just so many people doing it that yeah. it's like oversaturated. You have to like find a way to stand out from the crowd. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. It's in the. It's so easy now. You just put it on the internet. It's that's such crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it. yeah. It doesn't work that way. Still got to get out there and grind, man. Exactly. Yeah. There's well, like a, I mean, there's like rare cases where someone blows up from like being featured on like a video or in, in a show or something, but that's like you can't rely on that happening to you. If if, if you wait for that, you're never gonna get anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. you know the stuff we do is not totally uh, uh, out there as accessible kind of stuff. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, 
Well, I know like what you guys were like, you we were posting on Instagram, you're like, Hey, we got some new stuff coming out, this and that, and it like caught my attention, you know what I mean? And like I don't know if it was like maybe a demographical thing or or it's just like maybe you guys haven't posted in a while and then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, let's just pop this into this dude's feed. But like <laughs> um however it works, it's um, you know. Well, right. Well, reaching people, uh, it's important to do. And it's um, sometimes it's odd, right? Like yeah. through Instagram or, or Twitter, whatever it may be, you know, or like posting on Facebook, watch my YouTube video. You got to make like, sure to sacrifice the chickens before you hit posts. So yep. <laughs> make the blood offering to the algorithm. To algorithm exactly. Yep. <laughs> It, ma- it makes absolutely no sense. Like I, I work in social media marketing. That's my job. And uh, it's like, even to me, sometimes I'm like, this makes absolutely no sense. Why? Like this post absolutely blew up and this post was terrible. Like this one should have done great. And it was a trash. And this one should have been terrible when it blew up. Like yeah. even if you follow all the rules of everything you learn in your career, sometimes it just makes absolutely no sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what I've learned, it's uh, connections. If you, interact or i should say interactions uh, yes if you interact with people with more, comments you will show up more in their feeds right yep I that's exactly that, it i could timeline it i remember uh liking or commenting on something you guys did with afghan Hayes or posted about afghan Hayes, and that may have been because it seemed like right after that brendan showed up and then we had the conversation about the podcast so yeah that's exactly it, it- it's it's a, yeah it's like a there's like a couple of factors that influence it so it's um engagement which is what you're talking about like actually engaging with other accounts because every time you engage with someone and they respond it actually brings them back into your feed network um, yep. and then the other thing is um and this sucks that it's become this way but it actually like does change your how many people see your your organic stuff uh when you advertise re- uh, regularly okay mm-hmm. um, so actually spending like ad spend boosts your visibility which is bullshit um yeah it is it's, it's like it's kind of like a pay-to-play type scenario um, it should be just as easy as like oh hey my friend liked this and then um these people also liked it so it just should be a chain like you know but it's it used not. to just it used to just be the fact that like if you followed a page and you regularly like their posts they showed up in your feed yeah um, it was that simple, but it's not that simple now. And then the other thing is like content type, like variety of content type. Um, like right. it, it, Instagram, Instagram specifically is shifting more and more towards videos. So yeah. if, if you do videos, it, it like rewards you for that basically because they're trying to compete mm-hmm. with TikTok, which is a shame because no one wanted Instagram to be a video platform. They wanted it to be an image platform. Right. Yeah. It's also a good way to like, you know communicate with people sometimes some some people don't have facebook and they're not using messenger or they don't have twitter or they you know so it's like it's also you know it's a good way to stay connected in ways even though it's a pain in the ass you know you got to open up an app and talk to people but like if that's what you got to do and then that's what you got to do but i wouldn't be friends if it wasn't for that i know and not like that but like it takes uh you know not for nothing it takes people that want to you know do that you know like let's engage and talk and do stuff like let's chat up your abandoned about posts that you made you know like it you want to be in the community you got to be part of it too you know yep i mean we might not be here right now without instagram (laughs) yeah (laughs) right exactly Exactly. connected us so 
Right. Or just in general, right? Social media. And, you know, I know I'm the one who's like, I'm not good at it. I'm the least good at it out of all the people who are, you know, in this conversation. But it also did make it seem like, you know, going from 2007 when the band started, when it was like, you know, I don't know, how would you even go about like letting people know that you have a show, you know, before social media was like, you got to tell people, you got to put out flyers everywhere. You got yeah. social media did help a lot with that. That street teams. Creating, that yeah, street yeah. teams. Yeah, I remember putting out flyers for bands and doing zines and like. Uh, we forget, but that's how it was back then. You know, it's not, you know, social media did help with that. I feel like a lot because the reach is further, yes. you know, yeah. <clears throat> That, and less work. We had more reach, less work. Point. I like that. <laughs> right, right, right. Relatively less work. That's awesome. So um, you guys mentioned some uh, tour dates. Yeah. What you got coming up? Um, I'll get the board. We have a, a master list. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so our, our first thing that we got going on anyways this year is uh, a more of a local show um, playing um, with some Nuri in uh, – in Hamden at um, the cellar. So I'm nervous cellar, like a yeah. band that I uh, discovered not too long ago. They played at another place here in Connecticut, um, Cherry Street Station. Yeah, and, I love that spot. Yeah, um, they uh, they just blew me away when I saw them. So I was very excited to be able to uh, get that gig with them. Nice. How did that pop up? Did you reach out to them or? Uh, the venue, the promoter of the venue reached out to me and, and just asked if, uh, what our plans were and gave me a, a few dates and mentioned that Samnuri might be, um, you know, on one of those dates. And I said, well, hey, if you get them, we'll definitely be interested in doing it. So because, you know, we've been trying to, like, lay low and just record and get all that, get the album done first, you know. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and then so after that, we got the Doomfest in uh, the end of June. Hell yeah. And then, uh, yeah, can we? We just got a whole lit like July is going to be really busy for us. We just got a whole bunch of uh stuff we're doing in July and then into August. And we got a show already booked for the end of September. So, like, we're we're just kind of like uh getting it all in there, you know? Hell yeah, nice facing out the local stuff though this year. So, because last year or so, we kind of like just focused more on local shows. Yeah, I mentioned Cherry Street. I mean, that's like our our hometown yeah. that's our yeah. base <laughs> yeah Cherry street probably collectively hundreds of times yeah, <laughs> in so many different bands a lot it's, of times but it's home but yeah you know we'll be we'll be hitting up maine uh new york um vermont uh massachusetts, massachusetts um nice pennsylvania yeah pennsylvania maryland. maryland so we're getting all the spots you know oh yeah where in vermont are you guys going um uh, so we haven't uh, nailed down a uh, venue actually for that date, but it's going to be uh, on a on the same run that we're actually playing in Maine at the Herd Flock, which is like a, a festival they have out there in the woods. We've played yeah. before, which is really fun. So yeah, I'm trying to get a spot. Hopefully, maybe somewhere in Brattleboro is the plan. So fuck yeah, that's my hometown. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, if you have any connections in that town, let, let me know. <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, as far as music wise goes, I know, I don't really know. We'd love to play at the Stone Church. That place is. That's cool. what I was about to say is like the Stone Church is the place to go. That's, yeah. uh, that's the spot. Right. Um, 
Caven's actually uh, playing there uh, or just played there. They're, they're coming up soon. And then um, there's some like, there's some pretty cool bands out that way. Uh, Barishi's from Vermont. Yeah, yeah, they are cool. I like them. Yeah, I actually uh, last time they played uh, live that I saw was at Cherry Street. I was yeah. Gonna say, right? oh, okay, yeah, I think yeah, was fun. Yeah, actually, come to grief was there. That was a that was a good night. That was an awesome night. What what was the other band you just mentioned? Come to grief. Oh, come to grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were there yeah, that night. We played we played with them uh, at the I Hate God I hate show. show. Yeah, the Square. Hell yeah. Band. Yeah, it was us, the Squaler Grind, Come to Grief, and I hate God. That was pretty awesome. Infinity Where was that one? And two. That was at Cherry Street also. Cherry Street. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was one of the bigger shows lately. Uh, yeah. That yeah. we played, yeah. Nice. Oh, Bat was yeah. yeah, there was a lot of That's shows. That's definitely sick. Yeah, the, um, the Doom Fest will be awesome for you guys. Yeah, yeah, this will be our third time playing it so we're yeah we're, we're psyched to be coming back to it hell yeah that's awesome yeah it's always uh it's always a big 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 lineup there's a couple of, um other bands i want to say um i think minerva's playing there could be wrong on that um yeah. we got to i met them uh at the new the new england stoner doom fest over at um oh where was that it just closed down um uh, Someone I want to say, yeah, I want to say Altones, but it, it changed its name to something else. What was it after Altones? Yeah, it was Altones, I think. There's like a little like pub right in front of it, and then you go like yeah, behind Doom that little like alleyway. Doom and Brews or something? Was yeah. It? yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Dwayne, he, he puts that on or was putting that on. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he does a lot of good work. Yeah. Uh, that's cool yeah it's it's wild like well um what's your favorite spot to, besides cherry street uh cherry street station where's your uh other favorite spot to go play um hmm. i don't know i mean i'll say like i don't know about favorite overall but we had a really great time in harrisburg uh a couple halloweens ago we played uh oh, yeah, like it was yeah, like yeah. mischief was... night i think oh, that we God. played there and it was just the venue was cool. We had a good night, good show, or whatever. JD Love Draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but like the whole streets, like that night, were like totally crazy, like just <laughs> full of people, like having a good time. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah, we had we had to double park in the middle of the road while there's street is full of people trying to get our equipment for yeah. the crowd, and it was <laughs> luckily no one tried to steal our gear, but, but uh, yeah, we were okay. Having like a Bar crawl costume Something. contest. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, random people with crazy costumes kept coming into the show and leaving. <laughs> in and out. In and yeah, out. they just have a shot and go to the yeah. next bar. Yep. Yeah. People were like twerking in the middle of the road. <laughs> All that awesome. <laughs> it was a wild, wild night. <laughs> have you guys uh, played at the uh, the beer X? Uh, we haven't played there yet. I have been there for a few shows. I do. I have talked to the guy that books the shows there, and we are interested in doing that. So it'll definitely happen. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I just saw um, Ala War there not too long ago. Cool. Yeah, that was a good night, good time. Yeah, it's a cool spot. Yeah, I like how it's um, you know progressed. It's like you know started off just on the floor, and now they got it all kind of like with a stage and everything nice there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To be I haven't seen the stage yet. Um. I, I, Anytime I've been there, I mean, that was like, I wouldn't say like last month I was there. Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, but, they, I don't know if it's like a permanent stage, but it's like they make it with like pallets and stuff. I think. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, they might not. I mean, those things come and go. They're a brewery, you know. Right. So, yeah, that's cool. I mean, we also it's like with a hardcore show. Like, I mean, like those guys were just like out in the middle of the floor with everybody else. So, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Um. But besides, like, Beerics and stuff, speaking of beer, um, you guys, what's your favorite uh, breweries around town? Uh, I Well, Nebco, New England Brewery, is definitely been yeah. a long-time favorite. But That's, like, the standard. Yeah, right? I mean, uh, uh, Counterweight is actually awesome, really, really good, too. So, Yeah. Sea Hag is my go-to beer, for sure. For yeah, Nebco. I was going to say, there's a long time I had Sea Hag in the fridge for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I like Supernaut. That, that's my favorite one from them. Yeah, Supernaut's good. I like the, uh, they did this one, um, I don't know if they still do, I haven't been there in a while, um, but it was called Spin Cycle. And yeah, they use, I think they change it up every once in a while, right? Yeah, so they use the same base malt, I believe, and then okay. they switch up um, all the, uh, like the hops and, and yeah. the, that yeah. nature of the stuff. So, right. yeah, it's good. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're pretty big fans of beer. I mean, I don't drink. <laughs> well, that's okay. What's uh your favorite speak? Uh, like, what you you eat? Do you eat? Probably does. I just who knows what's happening. Yeah. Like you guys eat. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I, you guys eat. No. What I'm saying is, um, <laughs> what's your favorite place to eat around there, around New Haven? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I love going to Long Wharf for the tacos. Yeah, okay. Is that a truck or a uh, restaurant? Well, yeah. There's like a there's like a, a huge selection of different food trucks down there. Like I don't know if you've ever driven down 95 towards like you know headed towards New York or whatever. Uh, there's like all those food trucks by the by the you know by the river right there. Yeah, the little gastro park. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. I have um I haven't been by that way. There's one near me. Um I always, I want to say it's in West Hartford. Um that's pretty cool. They have a bunch yeah, of stuff I rotating trucks all the time. Yeah. And we got to shout out our staple here in Meriden. We've had the same spot for practice uh, since, you know, the band's inception. Or is that the right word? But yeah. uh, And right across the street, there's a nice little pizza spot, uh, Uptown Pizza in Meriden. Um, yeah. All right. Solid. Solid. Yeah. Anything you get from there. Yeah. Fucking consistent. Consistently solid. So yeah. that's my shout nice. out. Are they doing uh, like that New Haven style pizza or are they like? Not really. No. It's. Oh. Uh... <gasps> It's not, yeah, I, I can't say it. it's not New Haven because it's not like the charred bits on it. You know what I mean? It's okay, more, yeah, okay, all um, right. Connecticut pizza, but yeah. it's just, it's good though. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I know, uh, you know, everybody talks about like, you know, the big like, you know, Pepe's and all that, and, like a pizza right. and all that. But um, there's a bunch of other spots that do it just as good and they don't have all the, all the I don't know what. They're they're un, they're they're underrated and yeah. There's a place here in Meriden called uh, Little Rendezvous that like it's been around forever and people you know like line up to get their pizza and you have to call and way in advance to order and shit. But in my mind, this place Uptown Pizza, um, 
nails it just as good as they do. And people, it's not, people don't really know it as well. Plus it's across the street. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that burger? I always forget the, the steam burger. There's like a steam burger place. Oh, there. Ted's steam cheeseburgers are down there. Ted's. Yeah. 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 What was the, uh, I always confused them and the other place that was like the first place that made a, a hamburger and that was from Connecticut. Oh, Louis lunch in New Haven. Louis. Yeah. 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 That was the first hamburger ever. That's what they claim. Yep. Yep. Ever. Huh. So we got them to thank. Lewis lunch, right? That's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's an interesting burger too because it's like you can't really they like have like no ketchup signs up there and like you have to just get it like um you know simple with cheese on toast. It's not like bread. It's I mean not like a bun. It's just toast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a high quality beef because like that's all you're pretty much tasting is the beef and right uh, right it tastes great. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's like kind of like a like a patty melt without being a patty melt. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, that's good. Good shit. <laughs> I know everyone's got to eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't drink beer, then you you at least eat. eat. <laughs> 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 Herbal diet. <laughs> Brennan, do you have any more uh, state-based questions? Um. Well, we we got venues. We did that. Yeah, we're good. All right. So, so I'll ask you guys then. I know Brandon hasn't answered those questions either, so I was going to let him get those out of the way. But um, what have you guys been listening to so far this year? Has anything kind of stood out to you? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess this year, kind of not really so far yet. Okay. Well, what about last year? Well, yeah. So, right. But uh, so it would be more like last year. Last year, I got really turned on to Turnstile, their, uh, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. album. That was really cool. And then uh, we mentioned uh, the cave the new cave album. Yeah, that's really great. Nice. Also, Josh got me to listen to Elder's last album. I thought it was really, really good. Very, very good. Sounding. Yes. Very good. good. Beautiful. Yeah. Album. More progressive. Yep. Yes. Yep. It, it didn't sound um, like the one before it that they released. I, I felt was like, it, I hate to say it, but it kind of reminded me of like, like Third Eye Blind or something. Oh shit! Oh, the one oh, that's rough. Yeah. That's pretty harsh. Well, they, they went. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I I li- and that band. Everything they've done is amazing. They do really good work, man. But I felt like that. I, I don't. That's just an opinion, and that's it. <laughs> Everyone's entitled. <laughs> yep. And then yeah, it's probably not last year, but I did really like the whatever the latest um, Mastodon album was, Hush, Hush and Grim, and the yeah. First- that mm-hmm. was so it was really good the second part hit or miss but the first five or six songs in that album are just amazing let me have a look i, I want to see if i listen to that one or not it's good it is good it's called some people oh, yeah, i think we're kind of hating on it yeah no you're right i i did listen to that one that one was good and you're right the first half is definitely stronger than the second yeah i think that was why people were hating on it because they were like what i don't know I mean, it was a 15-track album with like an hour and a half of playtime. It's not all going to be... Of course. They just had the extra time on their hands with uh, being locked down with uh, COVID. Right. Right. So they just turned out some extra stuff that they were kind of having fun with. I mean, that's kind of how a lot of stuff happens, you know? Like, when you have all that free time and you're able to just be creative and do what you want and everything's taken care of, like, look how much stuff came out of that. Yeah. I started a new band during that time period. Yeah. 
we started all this stuff too. You know, it's crazy. Cool. Lockdown made everyone pretty productive. Mm-hmm. It was either that or like, I don't know. <laughs> like you can only do so much, watch so much TV and like, yeah, just, you know what I mean? Like I have seen all of Netflix. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, you can only make so many puzzles, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or like places <laughs> like, it's just wild yeah exactly like you gotta like do something so it's like that's what people do they like if they get bored they create exactly that's what we we've been we say this all the time on the podcast but it's like uh kind of the golden age of underground music since covid happened there's just so much quality stuff that came out and it's just continuing to come out and like every year it's just like that's probably going to slow down it hasn't slowed down yeah before covid all i heard was rock was dead yeah, yeah. Cool. Then, then it kind of died. We're <laughs> <clears throat> starting to defy that. I think so. Cool. I think like uh, I think it's going to make a comeback as well, like more popular media stuff. Because I, I definitely think that like trends are cyclical, um, yes. and I think that uh, I, I don't think hip hop's going away, but I don't think that hip hop's going to be the dominant mainstream genre forever. Because um, if you look at the history of music, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, right. Yeah, and live music will always fill a, a niche, you know, like uh, even hip hop, like they're playing live, like massive shows. So it's, you know, it's just a different genre, but it's still live. And then metal and rock and whatever can always, you know, come back to popularity. So exactly, exactly. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, like grunge kind of brought like an end to the, the hair metal thing in the, in the 90s. And then it shifted from that yeah. to like pop punk. And then pop punk became more like indie stuff and then it became hip hop. It just it just constantly shifts and changes. Yep. The only stuff that I'm not biggest fan of when I look at like, you know, like a top ten list of the albums of the year or something, and it's all like a lot of that folky singer songwriter stuff. I'm oh like, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> Personally. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it referred to as stomp clap music. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that's stomp that's stuff. clap. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, what show, you know, yeah. I, I liked it when it was, you know, White Stripes, maybe you know the early stuff, but yeah, for a while it's like, oh, all right, well, like the, the like that uh, Mumford and Son sound. I yeah, can't yeah, stand. Yeah, that. That I can't stand that band. Oh. Dude. I, I hate that band <laughs> so much. It's so boring. It, it's so uh, yeah. It's so boring. It's like, boring's the nicest thing you've said about it. It's true. I'm sorry, guys. I, I brought negativity to the podcast. I no, it's okay. it's okay. It's okay. As long as it's directed toward Mumford and Sons, okay. If it stays in that realm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're kind of coming up on the time here. Um, so I do have a question for you guys. Uh, you can each answer if you want to. You don't all have to. It's up to you. Um, if you were stuck on a desert island and you could each only have three CDs to listen to, what were those? Oh, well, actually, I'll rephrase that slightly. If you're stuck on a desert island with a solar powered discman, so in this case, you won't, won't run out of battery and you had three CDs to listen to, what would those three CDs be? Oh. Hmm. I would definitely bring a Dax Riggs album. Nice. Hmm. Um, probably a Mastodon album. Do I have to be that specific on which album? No, no, you don't have to. I, you can leave it that vague if you want to. <laughs> and then uh, you'll be able to pick right as that your plane is about yeah. to leave. You're like, oh, that's <laughs> what do I pick? <laughs> um, 
yeah, I don't know. Those are the two ones that popped in my head right away. Well, how about you guys? Yeah, you have any ideas? Uh, go ahead. No, no. I would, I get one more if you want. Uh, He's trying to think. <laughs> I wonder if we all agree on mastodon. Yeah, we probably would all agree on mastodon. At least one mastodon. We all need a mastodon. Okay. Uh, you could probably get all of them between you. Well, not yeah, all. But, yeah, each each choose one mastodon city. There you go. We're not that big of a mastodon fan. Uh, I would say uh, Queens of the Stone Age songs for the deaf for sure. It would be one. Yeah. Of them. It's um, classic. God. Yeah. No, I don't know. That, that's it. That's maybe Siamese Dream. Maybe I would take. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Right. Right. Yeah, I didn't chime in much when we were talking about music earlier because I listen to more hip hop <laughs> and rap, okay. dance and EDM and stuff like that. I mean, I nice. come metal my whole life, and uh, I, I've just delved into that. For no, the past no Metallica albums there anywhere. No. Well, what I was gonna say was, yeah, Mastodon, and then probably in that in that hip hop type genre, Audrey Nuna is my favorite artist. Uh, okay, uh, but which listen, probably okay. nobody knows. I don't. <laughs> and then thirdly, I would probably take everything Cliff Burton ever played because nice. My yeah, he made me want to play bass back in the eighties. So <laughs> that's awesome. Nice yeah. Metallica. Yeah. Also, just to clarify for my comments before, I wasn't like shitting on hip hop. I'm just talking about like oh, music no, trends. <laughs> yeah, cool. we listen okay, to um, a lot yeah, of weird stuff, to... man. We, yeah, we, we listen to a lot of like we, Ben and I both listen to like a lot of different stuff. So, but not those yeah. like oh love, metal, um, metal or die guys. Guys, we already like agreed. Comfort like... and Sons. That's yes. the hate hate <laughs> band, right? So, exactly, that's exactly. That's where that, right? all the hate is directed towards. <laughs> yeah, and that I song, love, um... uh, that song, Dance Monkey. That is like my least favorite song in in the history of actually. I like music. That song. <laughs> really, I I can't do it, dude. I can't do her voice. It just it just grates on me. That's what kind of, <laughs> I was surprised about. Maybe it's because I was surprised by it. And that's why I like it. When it, if something throws me for a second, I like. I, I usually uh, develop a, a liking for it eventually. You know. Interesting. Okay. You know, I I kind of hear that. Sometimes you're like, "Why is that so weird and odd?" And like, but it's yeah. not terrible, right? So right. then you're like, "Well, I'll give it another try." And then you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." When I don't like something, I have to listen to it again because I feel like. It's probably good. That's why I don't like it. Yeah, it's challenging. <laughs> oh, yeah. I only oh, listen to trash. Right, right. <laughs> well, I was I was gonna say too, like on the hip hop front and stuff. Like I loved like um like the the two thousands like to up to like to like maybe like twenty fifteen ish like nineties to that twenty fifteen, you know that hip hop era of like you know like definitive jocks and stuff. Um, oh. Uh... And, What's the album? Oh, Cannibal Ox, I really like from that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Cannibal really Ox, like Aesop Rock, or like, you know, um, there was just so many. Um, oh, man. I, I don't know the exact stuff you're talking about. names yeah. right now, but like, there was so many cool, like, there was some good stuff, man. When I listen to it, I hear the rock. Mr. List, that was a big one. They were all the same types of... Uh, beats and transitions and dynamics mm -hmm. yeah. that I find in rock and metal all the same. Might sound right. different, but it's the you know the way they build their songs are very similar. Yeah. You yep. know who was really good at that was the uh Living Legends. I don't think they're out of California. Okay. okay. If you're not familiar, check them out. Awesome stuff. The yeah. the Grouch was a big one. Eli and the Grouch. For me I'm uh, all about boom bap. That's my that's my jam. I went to uh 
rug the bells and Elan Grouch, I think we're one of the opening acts there. So, you know, if I reach for metal, I'll usually go somewhere local. So, Afghan Haze, Coma, nice. yeah. Chris Lore. Actually, yeah, right. North Star, right. the Wanderer. Most, most yeah. of the live shows that I've seen in the Infinity last Man. few years yeah. are local bands, really, that's, when you think about it. Most of the yeah. metal I listen to are yeah. local yeah. bands. Yeah, buddy. That's awesome. I so, hear that though. It's all about like the local stuff. Like I love that. Like that's in our area. You're like, wow, they're doing that. Cool. They're our neighbors. Might as well shake hands and say what's up. You know. Exactly. Yeah. And I do similar to what you were saying. I I go. I take pictures. I shoot videos. I you know. Mm-hmm. I, stuff helps. More social media. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm always not me in the crowd while we play. Yeah, I can't. So, I can't do both jobs. Are. Sometimes, sometimes there <laughs> sometimes are people who do take photos. Right. And like for me, I like to have it recorded. I'm like, I want to just listen to this later. And yeah. I'd rather not get like a 30 second clip. But I'd rather like catch a whole song or half a set, you know, just, and like, so I'll Instagram live it because I found that like it, it stores it all up in the cloud and doesn't eat up all my phone storage. <laughs> so okay. I'll do that. And then I'm like, I'm like half those Instagram posts of bands like that's for me. I don't well, give a shit if you like it or not. Like I want to listen op- to it later. I'm the opposite because like I take the photo. I, I I don't take photos. I just take videos. But I do like forty segment segments of like the best songs, and then I post it because I want like people on my friends list to see the band and be like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. I'll check them out. Type thing. So yeah. I, I think that's a good way to like kind of like showcase bands that deserve support. Yeah, of course. But. I, I agree. Like, I understand why some bands, like, do people are on their phones the whole time. Like, I, I don't know why you would go to a show oh, yeah, and spend your entire... Because you see those people that, like, filming the whole show. I'm like, dude, you didn't even catch any of it. Um, so, that like, is the I mean, hard part, right? The balance yeah, between uh, experiencing and enjoying the show and capturing the show. It's two different things. I exactly. Because right. I'll hold my phone out and headbang through the whole show and, like, not even look at my phone. Every once in a while, if my head's coming up, I'll get a peek. Be like, all right, I'm still in frame. Okay, so yep, you don't yep, actually yeah, look at the yeah, screen. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like what I do. Yeah, I'm, I'll yeah. Try that's good. And like, or I'll just like really post up shop next to like something and just like hold it still, and then I can like just watch them and like the phone's just still, you know. Yeah, I I normally do like forty second clips of like maybe four different songs per band, and then I, the rest of the time I'm like just watching the show, and then I'll just pick which ones I like the most and post those at the end of the night. Yeah, well, you're better than me, James. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not about that, Brendan. It's not a competition. No, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear that though but for me like i like to i want to like i'll pop on my videos and like listen to them all through you know and it's awesome i'm like sweet but i mean like time. then you get those old dudes that came up like you've been playing music since like the 80s and they obviously it was like a different time before phones existed and stuff and they always like bitching on social media like just like old man screams at cloud type thing it's like oh just them yeah, posting about like don't bring your phones out at my show and stuff i'm like dude it's not it's not the 80s anymore it's like it's not gonna happen right want- right right but you know too like um like uh uh thou was like hey like we played live shows and then everybody's like they're not staring at the phone but they're not even like moving around they're just staring at us like like fucking sheep you know it's like do something move around like let's yeah. go I sometimes yeah. have like mixed feelings on that though, because like sometimes if it's a t- depending on the show, like I don't want to move around. I just want to enjoy the music. And then sometimes I do want to move around. Right, right. 
yeah, personally, I'm not one to like dance around or nothing, but I do appreciate it when other people are. <laughs> yeah, I, I know oh, yeah. the pop dance at metal shows. When I when I'm on <laughs> stage playing, I don't even look. I'll at do the... that with you. Let's go. Right. We'll do the shopping cart. Let's go. I don't even look at the crowd when I play uh, when I'm on stage, but uh, as long as they don't leave to like get a beer or smoke, like I'm good. Whatever <laughs> they're standing around or dancing or mosh pitting, I don't care. Just you know, as long as they're not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hell they're, yeah. They paid money to be there. They're there listening to the music. It's all good. Yep. Yep. Anyway, we have just come up on time. Uh, so I have one more question for you guys. If people want to uh, buy your music, listen to your music, or follow you on social media, where would they do that? Yeah, we're on uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp would be so the main one. one. Yeah, right. right. But you know, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Amazon. Whatever. All, Pandora, all those. Yeah. Deezer. And then uh, the best way to find us is like Google Versa Band because you're going to get confused with uh, the staff infection if you don't put the band part in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. We're on That's all where that. we're probably most active. Uh, yeah. With social media. For sure. We don't have a TikTok yet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Got to get <laughs> content creating. Really yeah, do some hip hop dances to our music and put them on TikTok, <laughs> yeah, man. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I man. have a feeling we're going to blow up soon. <laughs> do the Macarena or something. <laughs> yeah. Got to get a uh, feature the next season of Stranger <laughs> Things. But yeah, find us, please. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, appreciate you guys taking the time. And obviously you have a new album coming out. So maybe after that releases, we can get you back on to talk about it. Yeah, we yeah, would we love to. Absolutely. Awesome. This was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks. Anytime. Hey, yeah. uh, everyone at home listening, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, coming back next week for another guest. Yeah.